Hello, everybody. Let me get my mask off so I can speak clearly to you guys. Um, hi, everybody. Like what Matt said, my name's Noah, and I'm really excited to speak to you guys about Ephesians 3. Um, this week, I wanted to build on the idea that Jacob shared last week about unity. Um, if you haven't checked that out, I would encourage you. You can go on our YouTube page, and you can see all the past videos we've done, and I would encourage you to check that out. Now, before we get into the passage, I want to ask you, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Go ahead and post it in the comments on the video, um, but what did you want to be when you grew up, when you were a kid? When I was 12, I wanted to be a video game designer. I got this little program called Multimedia Fusion 2 or something. It was trendy graphics and free. And I made a couple little games here and there. I think at one point I figured out how to make Snake, which was super cool. Um, and as I got older, though, I realized I enjoy playing games more than I do making them. So when I got to high school, I decided I was going to be a news anchor or radio show host. Um, and I actually got to do news anchoring at high school for a year. And that's when I realized that I hated it and didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. <laughs> when I got to college, I was like, okay, I've got to figure something out for my life. And so I thought, okay, maybe I can go into teaching. And I was all over the place in what I could teach. Um, and I thought, maybe writing. I could teach writing. And now I find myself on staff with Challenge. And so uh, maybe this is for a little bit longer. We'll see. We'll see what the future holds. Uh, um, what we want to do today has probably changed a lot from what you wanted to do earlier in your life. And college can put a lot of pressure on you to try and figure out what is the thing that's going to define you that you're going to do for the rest of your life which is a pretty big question, even though most of us have only really been independent for a couple years. And for you freshmen, it's been like a month. So that's a lot to figure out. So on this point of purpose, maybe you feel lost. Some of you might feel like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go do this, this, and this. And that's great. Regardless of how you feel, it's important to remember that God has a pretty big and incredible plan for our lives. In Proverbs 19.21, it says, Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. This week covering Ephesians 3, we're going to be talking about purpose as this chapter highlights some of the aspects of God's purpose for us that I find really exciting, especially in a time where everything is so up in the air uh, and confusing with COVID, with the smoke for those of you that are local in Chico. So let's get into this. So the first point I want to make is God has already revealed his purpose for us. How neat is that? In Ephesians 3, 4 through 6, it says, This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and shares together in the promise in Christ Jesus. So this mystery that's been revealed to Paul is that everyone are heirs to Christ. For those of you who might not know, a Gentile is just somebody who's not Jewish. And back then, for the Jewish people, uh, they, they saw themselves as God's chosen people. And that's true. But through Christ Jesus, he makes all of us equal heirs to God. And while the specifics might be different 
in terms of what God's plan for your life is, God's ultimate purpose for all of us is that we worship him and that we share the gospel with others. In Matthew 28, 19, and 20, it says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Maybe some of you listening are going to be doctors and nurses. Some of others might, you might go into business, you might go into video game design, or maybe even construction management. I found out that Chico State has a really great program for that, in case you didn't know. Whatever career you go into, as long as there are people around you, you can fulfill God's purpose for your life to go out and share. And regardless where that God may take you in life, that purpose will stay the same. The second point we see in this is that God has a purpose for everybody regardless of their past. In Ephesians 3, 8, and 9, continuing forward, it says, Although I am less than the least of all of the Lord's people, this grace was given to me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God who created all things. So Paul's an interesting guy. He's the author of Ephesians. He's the author of a lot of the New Testament. And he had a pretty abrupt career change. Paul was known as a Pharisee. These were the most respected religious leaders of the Jewish community. And he was zealous. He was on fire for his beliefs to the point where he saw Christians as a threat to, Ju- to Judaism, to his beliefs. And so he got permission from the, the high Pharisees to go around and persecute Christians and send many of them to their death. This isn't super great, but God still had a plan for him. And he had a pretty incredible intervention. And through a miraculous encounter with Jesus, he changed his life around completely, becoming a staunch evangelist for Jesus and being the main vessel through which all of us Gentiles, all of us non-Jews would hear the gospel. And you can read all about him and his missionary trips in the book of Acts if you're interested. And even though Paul did a lot of not great stuff, Uh, um, And even mentions in in that beginning, although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people, he recognizes that what he did was bad, but he also recognizes God's grace towards him that enables, uh, has enabled him and enabled him to, to go out and have one of the biggest impacts for Christ. Uh, um, Your past does not define how God can use you now and into the future. I know for myself, when I first joined Challenge, um, I I had made some mistakes and and I thought, wow, I don't don't know how much God can use me. Uh, And and God really has. He's, He's really changed my life around and sent me forward uh, to, to go and evangelize and to share with people. And it's been pretty incredible. And if you're feeling like God can't use you because of something you did in the past, 
Or if you feel like God can't forgive you for something you've done, stop it. Get some help. (laughs) Uh, um, Go to God. Ask him for forgiveness. And he promises that he will forgive you every time, no matter what you've done. The third part, the third and final point is that because of Christ, we can approach God for help with his purpose for us. Have you ever been given an assignment where you looked in the paper and you thought, I have no idea how to even start with this. I remember my last year of college, I had to write a 30 plus page honors thesis. However, I wasn't given a topic or even a field to focus in. I had to choose, and because of my total lack of direction, it ended up taking me a month just to find a topic to study and write about, and it took me a year to write this paper. God doesn't expect us to try and live life on our own. He tells us that he will provide strength and guidance for us. In Ephesians 3.18, near the end of this chapter, he says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, we have full access to God for help. Hebrews 4.16 says, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy And find grace to help us in our time of need. That because of what Jesus did on the cross, we can go to God with confidence. The creator of everything. How incredible is that? I think sometimes all of us need a good reminder of that. That all we have to do is go to God in prayer. There's no rituals. We're free in Christ to go to God wherever and whenever we want. And we can be confident that God is with us as we follow his plan. Because he said he is. Going back to Matthew 28, 20 that I shared earlier, it says, Jesus said, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. God won't abandon you. God isn't telling you, okay, here's your purpose for your life. Now go have fun. But he wants to guide you every step of the way. It's incredible. During this season of COVID, where it can feel like our lives are on pause, it can be easy to feel purposeless. But this just isn't true. This week, remember that God has a plan for you, regardless of your past. And all you need to do to begin pursuing that is to pray to him for strength and guidance. And if you don't currently have a relationship with God, your purpose tonight may be to choose Jesus for the first time or in a new way. Only by doing that will you begin the journey of purpose that God wants for you for the rest of your life. If this is something you'd like to do, uh, click on the connection card link in the chat and fill that in, and then we can connect with you and help give you next steps. I hope this time has been encouraging to you. Uh, Please come check out our life groups this Thursday to get a deeper look into the chapter of Ephesians and come to the Friday event. And I want to end with some prayer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us purpose. Thank you for what you did on the cross. Thank you that no matter what we've done in the past, you still want to use us for great and mighty things. Thank you for being so easy to access. God, we love you. We thank you for this time. And in your name we pray. Amen.